basically this is what your screen got stuck at can you see oh wow that's staggeringly accurate <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode 10 we are 10 episodes in now i mean but like how did we do it how did we do this it's all down to you guys really um and me mostly me i think if we're honest um all the other episodes that we've done so far have kind of danced around uh, the topics of like futurism and the changing shape of media and YouTube. And we flirted playfully with uh, topics like cryptocurrencies and uh, and things of that nature. Um, but we, we've never gone full like all in to products and product management as a discipline. Um, and I wanted to have a chat with somebody who works specifically in that field and who's had experience of bringing tech products to life. Uh, so I thought, who better to explain that to me and talk shit for an hour than a certified product consultant and up and coming stand up comedian who I sort of know from the circuit. Um, so the preceding hour was it was a great time. Uh, we talked about everything from uh, stand up to uh, tech concepts that should never have been greenlit um, and about the weird anomaly of retro technology. Um, so if that sounds like your bag, please stick around for this arresting example of podcast chattery with my guest this week, the geeky and gleeful Mr. Ashish Suri. Ashish Suri, how are we doing? I'm good, sir. How are you? I'm fucking amazing. Um, I always feel like I start these podcasts off with like my first beer of the week. It makes me feel like I'm a raging alcoholic because I swear like every episode of this on YouTube or like everything that people might listen to, uh, I'm always like chucking back a beer. <laughs> but, I mean, if if you if you want to talk about, you know, what makes you drink and everything, we can turn it into a therapy session. I don't mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always there for friends. Yeah, don't tempt me because I mean, I, I live quite a good life. <laughs> it's you know it's challenging it's going to be a friend of mine said oh how's how's uh you know how's it having like your both your kids yeah, at you home just had and... a kid, right congratulations thanks man yeah great not sure i would have planned it in the middle of a pandemic but no you're recording this and someday <laughs> it's gonna grow up and it's like i wasn't planned the fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh she was planned it's just the pandemic wasn't uh no, 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 a factor backtrack on your words now yeah <laughs> No, my mate was saying, you know, how how is it now that they've shut the schools and uh, and you've got Jacob at home with you and, you know, you've yeah. got a newborn at home with you and, you know, you're juggling your job. And I was like, oh, it's it's character building, man. It's like it's so, I'm going to have so much character at the end of this. You're not going to believe how much character I'm going to have. Um, I really feel we're going to be patient as fuck anything. So I was like, you know, yeah it's it's the one thing i learned was like if anything and i, I don't even have kids i just play around with my um nieces mm. uh, and i love them they're amazing but i you, did you ever think when you were a kid that you were like like it's like being on cocaine but like i don't know they're they're so energetic yeah so i know what you mean like i have i've looked at my son a couple of times and i've been like i mean he interacts with people and and behaves like a drunk adult not like <laughs> it's not like drunk adults are childish it's like he's genuinely like a drunk adult like <laughs> flippant is he, is he short talk clumsy <laughs> talks about his exes yeah tries to text them in the middle of the night yeah begs me for one more beer it's just it's not pretty you know 
And uh, once you give them three shots, like it's, it's the tequila that messes them up. <laughs> yeah, they can't handle it. I mean, why would they be able to handle it? They're too young for it. I don't know why we give it to them. I just, I don't know. No one. <laughs> I was going to add a cocaine joke again. I was like, nah, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, it's fun, man. Yeah, so it's, I don't know, it's a bit challenging. But uh, how's, how's your pandemic going? How are you enjoying your COVID? I, uh, I've done not many things <laughs> really i've, I've done not no many shit things. i i tried it's it's like one of those things like or maybe maybe you know i'll try doing like a video blog or something it's like nah i don't have the discipline for that then i was like i'll start running i was like nah don't have the discipline for that either so i just stuck to the simple things right like listening to music writing a comedy started comedy's been going online that was fun reading the one thing, the one good thing happened when I did actually go into the, uh, like we, when the first lockdown happened was like, I think literally a day before they locked everything else, mm. I just went to my nearest bookshop and I just bought like, I think 20 or 30 odd books. Pretty sweet. Just to keep you tidied over. Yeah. And then, and then some gardening. So, oh my God. I know fuck loads about topsoil, man. Question me. <laughs> Question me. I'm laughing. Not, not cause it's, I'm not mocking you. I'm like. I'm I, there's some there's some relatability with that where like in the first it, you know when like the first lockdown happened and it was quite nice weather and uh my son was at home with me and I was thinking like uh, what the fuck am I going to do with him I like I want to be outside I don't want him to be tearing down the walls and stuff and so we got into like gardening and we were like digging up like old just shitty old bits of the garden and turning them into like vegetable patches and like re replanting nice. the grass. And there was a part of me in my head that was just like, I really hate this new version of me. Like this sort of like, Oh, I'll go for a spring walk and then I'll plant some carrots and potatoes. Like grow up aid. What the fuck are you playing? At? Did, it, did, it, did you have psycho housemates as well? <laughs> psycho housemates? No, I didn't. I mean, well, why well, one of my housemates just like, just, I'm gonna say lost it, but like not in a in a way that she was like she got really passive aggressive, and I was like I didn't even leave my room for like a month or two where I was just like I just leave my room if I was cooking or eating or something. What? Because you were worried that you would bump into her. And... That... A room or in the garden? <laughs> oh yes. Oh. Do you think you'll come out of this a nicer person? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean. I'll, I'll... I'll I'll come out as this. I think as a less, I'll be less evil than I used to be. I guess. Really, I feel yeah, like yeah. I'll be more impatient, more determined, more selfish to just like oh. do the shit that I want to do all the time. This, this is <laughs> I, I. If anything else, I will. I, I can promise you this. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I I will be patient. I, yeah, I've I've become more patient. I think uh, it's. Yeah. It's, it's a balance, though, isn't it? It's like, I feel like I'm going to come out of this a bit meaner and a bit shittier <laughs> and just, like, I'll be desperate to get back out there and do some stand-up or, like, to do, like, you know, I've been thinking, well, you and I were talking a while back about doing, uh, you know, like, app ideas and mm. startup ideas and stuff, and I just don't want to lose another minute. Like, I don't want to be yeah. cooped up in the hat. It, it feels a bit like how I imagine getting out of prison must feel like, you know, just sort of like, I, oh, now my life starts here, you know, like that sort of. I, mean, 
I wouldn't I wouldn't take the analogy that far, but yeah, something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe yeah, it's 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 like I I can I I know what you mean. It's just like even because um, when the first lockdown ended, the first time I actually met a friend in person, mm-hmm. it was like really different. It was it was really different. So yeah, it's it's gonna change. I it's gonna change everyone. Some for yeah. better, some for I I well. Sadly, not. But yeah, it's going to change everyone. I think people people are start loving. Yeah, I hate to sort of draw a parallel between COVID and like World War Two because I'm sure that that's been you know that gets done a lot, right? But um, <laughs> have you been watching the news again? <laughs> <laughs> no, just just reading Twitter and wanting to kill myself shortly afterwards. Um, uh, but yeah, like I mean, if if one more person compares like you know wearing a mask or whatever to like the Blitz or you know like that. Ugh. Like I, I might actually hang myself, but like I do think, in some senses, there might be a parallel to be drawn there. In in the sense that after the war, I mean, I wasn't around, but after the war, I get the sense that everyone was so happy that this horrible experience was over that they yeah. all went out and you know went dancing and drinking and enjoyed themselves and and evidently fucked a lot more, and that's why there's like the oh, baby that's... boom, baby boomers, like um. Uh, so I, I don't know if, well, I don't know if there's going to be a big baby boom or whatever, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if after like 18 months or two years yeah. of people not being able to hug each other, if everyone goes crazy and it's just fuck fest. I, I mean, it wouldn't be like people hug and then immediately it turns into something more, you know. Don't uh, say that. <laughs> Don't you ever say that. Yeah, that's that. That'd be, that'd be an amazing first date if something like that starts happening. Can you, can you imagine? Mm. <laughs> just, just the sense of touch is what people have been missing uh, to get intimate. <laughs> but it yeah. is. It is. I, I. I. Yeah. I. I mean, I've always. I'm look, man. I'm from India. We've never had a sense of space, anyways. You know, <laughs> I, I, I am the kind of guy that I just like hug all my friends. Even before the pandemic, I would just be like, I'm a hugger, and I give those bear hugs. Where yeah. you know, it's just like, I, I like you mean it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pe- people are like, you're not my friend anymore. Fuck off. Uh, so I've had oh. it's it's like a culture thing. It's it's yeah, maybe it's a culture thing, but yeah. So I can't even imagine how it's ha- like how people yeah. manage social distancing in India. <laughs> I don't get the absence of hugs like generally. Like if 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 I see my mates, like I'm a hugger. Yeah. If yeah. I, like if if I haven't seen my mum like for you know a month or a couple of months or something, like she's not the most tactile person in the world. But I'm like in the door, <laughs> arms around. Like you I, know, yeah, like, I, it's I gotta you gotta. Yeah. My my, I, uh, I was telling you about my nieces. My nieces are the same. Like, I mm. whenever I'm visiting my sister, um, because she's like my only family uh in the UK, um, mm. and every time I visit her, I was just like, I knock on the door and I like take a step back, and it's just to like be able to handle the recall. Because as soon as the door <laughs> opens, they just run and where the Porsche ends, just jump on me. <laughs> so I, I'm nice. always like in this position and I'm just like I hope they're not they've not grown in the last three weeks or like the last two months because <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's I've yeah I, I don't know it's like a human thing and Hand, handshakes fist bumps everything it's just like yeah 
when this ends happy uh, everybody's waiting for the happier times so let's let's talk a little bit about um so you mentioned you're from india originally and um let, let's talk about how you landed in the uk and like how you've come to do how you've come to be the uh the prestigious product professional um that we that we see before us uh, so where where did you grow up and how did you land in the uk how did you end up here I, I grew up I grew up in India, uh, based uh, based near Delhi, outskirts of Delhi. Uh, think of Greater London, something like that. Mm. Uh, and I came to the UK uh, the the old school uh, way, uh, on a boat without a passport. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like i mean i don't know you that well i, I was like he's being very candid here. i mean she's just not even my real name so it's like you can't like <laughs> who are we gonna call <laughs> um no i i came here for my masters um uh, I, I did my masters in business information systems management and yeah and by the time i was uh like by the time i graduated like i was doing my dissertation so basically from my dissertation i designed an app uh mm-hmm. mobile app and I was doing an internship at this company. And then I was like, well, I'll have to leave the country soon. And they were like, why? I was like, well, I, I don't have a job. And they're like, we'll give you a job. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, money. And I said, yes. Uh, and yeah, it's been, been seven years since. Uh, Sweet. And I've been here. Uh, yeah. It was a lovely company. Uh, they, they sacked me. And... <laughs> This this tagged me and right. when I was serving my month long notice, they rehired me, and then they sacked me again after three months. Uh, wait, 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 wait! It was, it was you. You resigned from the job. No, because no, I got sacked the first. They well, I, I it wasn't just me. I I didn't really. They weren't like this piece of shit. Yeah, um, they, they it was a startup, so they were going under. Uh, oh, right. They just they just went into admin, so they just said bye bye to a lot of people. But then they were trying to keep a skeleton force, uh, and they realized that oh, this guy could actually add some value. So yeah. they were like, "Do you want to not leave us?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And three months later, they were like, "Ah, we made a mistake. You should leave." <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's did like, you end up? Yeah, it's, did it's you, like did we, they fuck you for your salary and stuff today? Uh, that's it's, it's all the normal stuff it wasn't i can't yeah. i don't really want to I, I don't want to be that bitter ex you know <laughs> no that's fair enough she i mean i've heard me but i got back and then she did again i don't love her anymore mm. <laughs> <laughs> no it's, and, it's uh, fun it's like it, it kind of also depends on the environment um the people right. i i every like you always have the one odd one or two odd people out but i've i'm like knock on wood most most of the places that i've worked in um it's I've always worked with the best. I still remember there was this one time. Um, I so I used to work for the Institute of Cancer Research, mm. um, and I stepped out of that role. I think back in 2018, mm. um, and a year and a half later, sometime, and I I left them. I started doing comedy at some point, and late 2019, I was at this gig. I, it's just an open mic gig, and I was closing uh, the gig. And in the second half, and I'm just sitting and going through, you know, uh, my bits and my notes. And I just, I'm writing on the table and I just look up. And one of my old colleagues from like a year and a half ago, I've not seen this guy in almost like over a year. He walks mm. in. I was like, oh, he must live around here. And then I look up. And the whole lot I used to work with, my whole department, just at least 
the whole team, like 10 or 12 people just walked in. And I was like, what the fuck? And that's, <laughs> that's the kind of thing. Cause like you build that relationship and yeah. the point that they were, I, 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 it was, it was such a, it was such a pleasure. Very yeah. That's nice. Device, but yeah, it was, it was so like they came down specifically to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah, man. It, it's, yeah. Uh, it was the, and I was like, how the fuck did you find out? They're like, well, somebody tagged you and they went on Facebook. It's like, fuck, I hate social media. <laughs> well, you got to do it if you're in the comedy game. Oh, they, and they, they specifically waited. They wanted to catch me at a gig that I was like, they wanted a good gig and they wanted a gig where I was the, the headliner, quote unquote. Um, yeah. I was like, oh man, just like, should have brought my best jokes. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's nice though. It's nice that they did like a bit of research and they came down and caught you. Like I remember when I was first starting doing stand up, and uh, I invited some friends down Mm. to because they knew that I was sort of dipping my toe in it a bit. And I said, "Yeah, come." You had friends, and you started doing comedy. Why? Right at the beginning, I did. Was like, why would you do comedy if you have friends? Have a social life. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's. I mean, if you have friends and you start doing comedy, you join the no friends gang pretty oh, quickly yes, because yes. Uh, I, I I invited some friends along to this place in Balham. Mm. Fuck me. It was oh, it was so bad. <laughs> and uh, I so I filled up the room with like all of my mates. And then consequently, the MC was like, oh, well, you can go on last then because you oh, know, you've brought the crowd. And I'm like, shit, like, all I want to do is just get on, do my set, get it over and done with, and then get smashed with my my mates. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it was like they they all sat through, yeah. like, two hours of open mic comedy and not particularly, like, it wasn't good. <laughs> like, none of it was good. And then I was the sort of de facto headliner that was also not, like, I was pretty new to it, so yeah. I was, I don't think, very good. And then the next day... I asked my housemate what he thought of the evening. Not me, although, you know, covertly I was thinking, I wonder if he enjoyed it. I wonder if he thought I was any good at that. And uh, I said, so, you know, how, what do you think of last night? How, how was last night? And uh, he said, point blank, brutally, this is exactly what he said. He goes, uh, it was amongst the worst entertainment I have ever seen in my entire fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> That Brutal. is amazing. I yeah. I I don't I don't invite. I have never invited anyone I know to come down and watch me do comedy. I'm no. just like I'm, I'm I'm just like I don't know. I, I'm apprehensive about it. But having said that, this one time, uh, you know, up the creek, right? Yeah. So it's like down the road for me. It's, it's literally a ten minute walk. And mm. uh, there was some last minute spots. I was like, I'll do it. Uh, uh, the 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 blackout. And I should you not I only once have i uh, been like i've not survived the 5 minutes um, oh, really and Good for that you. was that was the one night <laughs> when i was leaving and my housemate was like hey uh, do you got do you have any plans for the night i was like yeah i think i'm going to do comedy uh, he's like ah oh, sweet and i was like it's down the road if you want to come come you can come and watch you know you with the act so it's like you'll you'll get in for free he's yeah. like fine and he was going on a date with someone. He's like, "Well, oh, I'll bring my date as well." Uh, the next day, date. we just looked at each other and just nodded, and <laughs> never spoke about it ever again. I don't no. think. I, I think uh, the 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 lady left him as well. 
it's it must be a shit date i mean if you like take you out of the equation i'm not in, in, trying to be disrespectful I'm, oh. I'm saying this is true for any you know up-and-coming comedian must be a shit date if if somebody takes their date along to a comedy night <laughs> made up almost entirely of amateur comedy and then and and it's uh, terrible it was, and they can't even yeah. they can't talk to each other the whole way through like because there's acts and if they it do was, try and whisper it's like shh keep it down like that you know it's not a great date i i don't yeah i i won't I've had dates at comedy gigs, but they were like pro nights, and we were sitting in the back, so we could like chill and whisper in each other's ears. But yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's uh, and now we have online comedy, which is a completely different beast. So, so yeah, so I wanted to talk uh, a little bit about um, uh, your profession mm -hmm. uh, and and about um, yeah, about like I mean, I, I suppose I'm a little bit um, unfamiliar with product management as a discipline like i've worked with product managers and people who work yeah. in product but um i don't really know where it starts and where it ends and what drives someone to work in that so do you reckon you could define give us a definition of what product oh, management no. is if if i could oof, that'd be amazing um it's, it's really subjective though because it kind of depends like what product do you work with because like i i usually refer to myself as a as a data as a data joker Right, because I've I've basically I've I've done a, like so many different roles, but specifically like my SME, my subject matter expertise, I would say if I if I can is data. Right. So I've worked as a data analyst, a data business analyst, a marketing analyst, a research analyst, uh, a data product manager, a data manager, and just like you know, um, data quality manager as well at 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 one point. But it's just uh, around how you define a pro a product. So the product I work with is data. Mm. Uh, but I've gone the 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 way I reached this place was completely like I never thought like. So my master's is, you know, uh, it's like a cross between an IT and an MBA, but it's like a technical MBA of sorts. Right. Uh, but my bachelor's, I'm actually a dual core engineer. I d my bachelor's was an electrical and electronics engineering degree. Right. Okay. So, you know, I was just like, because my, my mom and dad, uh, they're both um, engineers. Okay. So my, my dad's an electrical engineer, my mom's an electronics engineer. So when I was growing, I was like, fuck, I'll do both. Yeah, yeah. And by the time I finished my bachelor's, I was like, yeah, I don't like it that much. And like, it's it's not for me. But the good thing was because I've I've always been like into programming and coding. Right. So I like even in school, in our school, when we were growing up, they used to teach us SQL and Visual Basic. Really? In school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when That's I. That's amazing. When I, yeah, like I learned SQL, Visual Basic, um, HTML, HTML5, basically. Uh, in back school. in the days of front page. In like, that? But like this was in like secondary school kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah like um, when I was year, year six, year six is how old? Like Fuck. 12 or 13? Nah. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Like, I mean, it's that's the, this is yeah. why I'm so. Like we, we, for my, uh, the Indian equivalent of like the A-levels. So I had computer science yeah. and we had two main languages that we had to pick up, uh, in terms of programming, it was C and C plus plus. Yeah. And but like before also, that, like, it, like, let's yeah. say you're like sort of 11, 12, 13 years old. 
at that age yeah, what are you learning really that's fucking amazing yeah. it makes me so angry though because it's like it's like I, I remember um watching an interview with will i am and uh i mean we can have a debate all day about whether we think he's some sort of um tech entrepreneur or not but uh one one of the few pearls of wisdom that he has come out with uh was he he was saying like basically in china they were teaching their children in secondary like young children like you know 12 13 how to code in ios and uh yeah and like c plus plus and stuff and he was like you know we all know that this is going to be the future that the tech jobs are going to be what drives the economy so why are we not teaching 12 year olds in, the, in he's talking about the us but it's as true over here as it is over there um right. i'm like why the fuck are we like i think back to my secondary school and if i had said like yeah i want to do more it lessons they would have they would have gone like yeah why don't you join computer club why don't you come down here <laughs> at computer club at lunch times and you can have a go on the older bbc computers which were like these not not even like microsoft or like <laughs> ibm bbc computers they're like they i don't know why they were called like bbc computers i think they were genuine there was some relationship there between the like and there was like acorn computers which oh yeah i remember I, that do you remember them and yeah like i i mean i we had i had no exposure to anything Jeez. close to programming until i was literally like 35 when i was like oh maybe i'll retrain <laughs> Do you, do you, <laughs> of course. <laughs> do you remember uh, MS DOS, which is now like they just what do they call it? They call it Command Prompt now. Yeah. Yeah. So they used to teach us. Yeah, uh, I think year one or two. Like basically, when we were six or seven year old, they used to teach us like DOS because th ah. back then we didn't really have like not every computer had like a like a Windows ninety five or a Windows uh, you know like UI operating stuff. system. Yeah. 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 So we used to, we used to, uh, they used to teach us basic command prompt, um, commands. I mean, I, yeah. And that, that's how, that's how it happened. And by, cause my, my final year project, uh, for, uh, my bachelor's mm. was me and a friend of mine, we created this wireless, like, like an autonomous robot. Right. And we based it on what do you call it? Like the, at that point in time, this was what? 2000, 2011, 2011, 2000, end of 2011, 2010 kind of a thingy. Yeah. And the Mars rover mission was a big thing. So we created this uh, and bot, which was basically, say, if there was um, an accident in a, in a factory or something, a manufacturing factory, like a chemical factory or something, you send the bot in and it will have like a couple of sensors on it, you know, like uh, the temperature sensor, a CO2 sensor, yeah. like different, whatever. You send it in, and it'll send back a signal to you. Okay, it's safe for actual humans to come in. Oh, really? Uh, so oh, we put in different cool. sensors, put in like a tiny ass camera on it. Yeah. Uh, but the thing was, we did the coding for it in like uh, machine language. Really, machine code. Yeah. So, uh, so when I when I graduated, and I was like, I have inadvertently taught myself these languages. Yeah, yeah. How the fuck do I use it? So I I, I worked as a software engineer for a bit. Uh, but that was basically designing websites. Yeah. Uh, before my masters, and then when I came over here, it kind of helps as well if you've got like a, a bit of like technical know-how, mm. because then when you go to the business side, because there's always this thing you have your stakeholders, right? Yeah. Uh, people you engage with within the business, so you always have the the tech stakeholders, which are like your programmers, your developers, 
and you know the, yeah. the architects people who speak technically basically then, yeah. people who actually do the building and you know building the shit and then you have the business people who know fuck all about these things yeah <laughs> so if you have a tech know-how it it becomes easier to then go to the business stakeholders and have those conversations yeah um and that's how i ended up doing this cuz when i was doing my internship i was um i was a i was a i was sort of like a data analyst but I, mostly what i did was like data entry right okay so i was just picking out different data fees excel sheet to excel sheet and blah 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 and my boss uh uh she was actually i think she was the one who suggested that oh we should hire she she might have some brains after all yeah yeah do you find um, do, do you find that so like you've been technical for a long time then right um and you've flourished within that world and you've done a bit of you know you've done software engineering you've coded you've moved into product do you think i'm, I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this where it doesn't sound like a cliche but basically like a lot of people who are very technical are actually quite yeah. a bit socially retarded so like if i if you know like your your caricature of like a developer is you know the the guy that sits in his mom's basement right with a beanie hat on overweight just you know never talks to anyone and and then you've got a sort of less exaggerated version of that when you actually get into the real world of software engineering yeah. which is that a lot of the sort of back-end guys like server-side coding guys uh, and database guys can be a bit geeky but um but not to that extent but then there there is still this sort of i don't know how i'd describe like like i i feel like outgoing extrovert um you know social like comedians for like people who are into standing up in front of people and cracking jokes and and yeah. talking on podcasts like we're talking are not the quintessential uh oh, technical um, guy so do you think that's has that sort of is it your personality and your outgoingness and sort of humor that's made you think actually do you know what i quite like product i like having those sort of interactions with people communicating to stakeholders taking what this guy says taking it to that guy is it do you think there's some of that to it it's something it's something along those lines but I, I wouldn't say that it, it's exactly like that because like most of the stereotypes are also uh i think it's it's more like a cultural thing like back home uh some of the coolest people i know are like developers and programmers mm. it's is is that it's it's less of the nerd geeky stuff but more of uh you know the the smart badass really I, I don't know if you've seen that Hugh Jackman movie it's called um, i think it's called worm where basically they develop this uh, virus which goes around it's a worm which yeah. goes around different banks right and all it does is like it snips small transactions so if it, if if your bank statement has like you bought something at Tesco's for 10 quid right it'll just add an extra pound right but, and people don't really care right mm. but what it does is like travels around different banks and everything and keeps adding those pounds which turns into like a huge million sum yeah and nobody so and that kind of a bad ask that's that's the kind of like stereotype that exists back home right and if if you're if you're a techie you're that kind of a you know smart badass like you're you're an evil genius of sorts <laughs> yeah, yeah. in a good way like, in a good way i mean this is oh. good cuz i was feeling quite bad then about sort of you know caricaturing people as being like a bit geeky and a bit socially oh. retarded but actually it turns yeah. out that you are uh idealizing I, people who dude, fucking I, try to bring down banks Oh, dude, I, it's, it's so this is this is so weird because like one of the reasons I actually stepped away from like being uh, hand hands on like techie 
is because it's it just requires so much like you have to keep yourself up to date mm. like i i moved to the say the business analysis side and like the actual business side of things and product side of things um almost like i think it's been like six or seven years but since then you think about all the languages that have developed now you've got things like r python you know yeah that is based ruby and all which is the basics of even developing websites now yeah and like if even if you're working in like ai and like machine language you need to know these things like data analytics if you don't know r or python a lot of the analytics tools like tableau and all and even domo you won't be able to pick those up uh, so it it requires a certain amount of dedication which uh for someone like me with adhd like <laughs> you know it's just, um, yeah let's talk let's talk a little bit about modern products so mm -hmm. um i'd be keen to get your your thoughts on some of these and and like where we're headed uh yeah. in the uh in the not too distant future so um i was thinking recently that with the advent of um look wait hang on how how old are you at the moment 31 31 okay so yeah. you were were you active on myspace back in the day is that a bit before you oh no 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 it's just I... before your time I had, I don't know if you guys had it over here. It was a big thing over here or not. Something called Orchid. Orchid? No. O-R-K-U-T. Orchid. Orchid. Don't know. Yeah. No, not heard you of it. You don't have it? Shall I Google it quickly? Uh, here we go. Oh, it was, it was, so it was basically uh, what inspired Facebook, regardless of what the movies and the books say. Right. Orkut was that a social was... networking service owned and operated by Google. It's not a great start, Ashish. I'm going to be honest. Uh, it was it was the rage. Oh, in its later years, it was owned by Google. Sorry. Uh, the service was designed to help users meet new and old friends and maintain existing relationships. Uh, the website was named after its creator, Google employee Orkut. Or you, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that. You're going to butcher. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, founded 17 years ago. So yeah, it would have been around the same time, right? Um, so that yeah, was so we, that took MySpace's place, did it? Basically. So and there was this other one called High Five. High Five, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so it was basically the way it happened at least for my generation was like when I was in school, we had High Five. Yeah. That was all the rage. High Five, Yahoo Messenger and MSN Messenger. And then by the time we got into university, then Orkut was the, that's how we pronounced it. Orkut was all the rage. Mm. And then somewhere Facebook came along. And the thing with Facebook was, I the, I know how I went from Orkut and High Five to like Facebook was because Facebook had these games on there. Right. Do you remember? Yeah. Like, there used to be those games called like I never played Farmville. The I the, the reason I got Facebook was. One of my bandmates from, uh, oh, by the way, I used to play bass in a band, uh, just a cheap plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was my senior and he was on Facebook playing this game called Mafia Wars. Right. And basically the thing with Mafia Wars is like you run out of stamina and energy. So you can ask your friends for stamina and energy. Right. So he was like, go and create a Facebook account. Start playing this game. And I was like, I don't want to. He's like, no, you fucking start playing this game. And every time I request energy, I will send you a message and you send me some energy. Right. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. 
And I was like, you know what? And things like it's like a lot of these games are like you don't unlock this feature unless you're level five or something. Right. Your friend sounds so like I he started t- playing. I went to level five, and then I got competitive. I was like, fuck! How the fuck are you level twenty five? Yeah. And just got out of hand. And then there was other game called Marvel Avengers Alliance, which was mwah. good. Chef oh my kiss god! Good. It, was, it was just amazing. But that's how I transitioned from awkward. To yeah. Face. I I was uh, way more boring. I was on MySpace, and uh, uh, all of my friends were moving onto Facebook and talking about yeah. how like it was it was much better than f- MySpace because you can upload yeah. photos on there and you have a wall. And I was like, oh, all right, I'll go then. And uh, yeah, how fucking you remember the pokes? Yes, yeah, I remember poking. Oh, dude, I forgot about the pokes. The pokes were good. The pokes were that was that was a way that you could kind of informally kind of a bit sleazily kind of tell someone that you like them oh it was like hey i was just gonna say yeah i was that was uh that was i think uh sort of like online harassment uh yeah it's like sending unsolicited friend requests these days and people just be like hey you added me i just want to i don't want to talk to you but here's the poke yeah and if the poke oh man if if your crush they poked you back and you're like in yeah i mean in many okay. ways it was the the grandfather of the dick pic i think um <laughs> in, in a way in a way yeah but <laughs> uh, well, i was gonna say like so and it's called the poke <laughs> so like right myspace has has been recoded like revamped and not by tom from myspace but by this guy um i think he's on my uh, on twitter sorry as um ed the creator i think his name is he's a he's yeah. a german kid he wasn't you know around on the internet when he was when original myspace was out he's just some yeah. kid you know a bedroom coder and he was like oh what's this myspace thing you know maybe i'll i'll just rebuild it and uh it's got like sixty thousand users or something on it already because everyone there's a real hunger for that sort of innocent time of social networking when you could create a profile and you could add somebody and, you know, read their little blog thing and listen to their demo. Yeah. And you didn't, you weren't having your data drunk by fucking Zuckerberg and oh, yeah. sold off and like all that. And, and I feel like there's, there's a sort of weird internet-y nostalgia thing. Cause somebody was talking the other week about how like WhatsApp, loads of people are deserting WhatsApp. Uh, because of they're looking to integrate the WhatsApp data with the Facebook and the Instagram data. And so actually what will end up happening, no surprises, is that you text me on WhatsApp and say, I'm thinking about um, stabbing my wife. And then you go on to Instagram and then there'll be loads of adverts for knives, right? It's like, it's like, I mean, obviously that's a, a terrible, horrific example, but I'm just saying like, you know, you say something on WhatsApp, you'll see adverts for it on Instagram and you'll see stuff on Facebook. And, um, uh, that's, that's how it's working. I, I think it's, it's, it's with any and every new product that comes out. It's like in its initial stages, it's always fun to enjoy, but once like people learn how to exploit it, mm. it just takes the fun away. You know, it's, it's like drinking. Um, when it's like, when you start like you're out with friends and you just socializing, mm. like, it's fun. There's always this one person who's just like, by the time you're done with the first pint, they're already on the third. And I was like, ah, man, you overdid it. (laughs) (laughs) 
you can I, I could see this i could see that with the three beer cans behind yeah i mean i'm to be honest i'm not that quick of a drinker and i i feel like i'm the guy who when i'm like well i'm 40 now when i'm like 47 i'll go to the doctor oh, you don't look and i'll say thank you man thanks i need that sort of encouragement um uh I'll go to the GP when I'm 47 and I'll say like, yeah, here's my blood test. Here's my blood work. And then they're going to say like, you, you, you don't know that you're missing an enzyme. Right. And I'll, <laughs> I'll be like, what? And they'll go, I like, didn't, didn't you wonder why like all your friends could drink until like three or four in the morning, but you'd be fucking hammered by like half nine. I'll be like, I did wonder that. Yes. <laughs> all the time. Like half of my, I swear, like, there's a whole other half of my 20s that i should have had but i was just passed out for that that's that's like the most weirdest superpower to have right what's your super superpower i'm a lightweight yeah i mean it's pathetic uh but it's 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 it's, it's, it's bad it's just right next to hindsight yeah i mean it's like the, the worst thing is is i like i do enjoy a beer and i on some occasions i get a little sniff of what it must be like to have a normal level of tolerance where you know I've, if i go out with some friends if i go to a wedding for example i'll have you know we have bucks fizz and then we'll have a few beers and then we move on to shots or whatever and i'll be awake the whole day until like you know <laughs> one in the morning and i'll be like fuck can't believe i was drinking for 13 hours yet. how did i manage that and then you know the following friday night i'm down the pub and after like four pints i'm like I gotta go home, guys. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like the occasion matters as well. So, like, you probably like it. Might you might be you might be more like drunk on a drill in it. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It, it might also be like I think in my more recent years, it's like I know that I don't get that many nights out because I'm a dad. So, like, when I yeah. do get a night out, it's like I need to fucking eat booze for the next. <laughs> 90 minutes guys 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 bring it in guys guys, guys. yeah yeah who wants shots yeah um and that's just out of the first drink for sure yeah um but anyway yeah let's let's uh, wind back to 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 this retro sort of thing right so i was thinking like yeah. with whatsapp loads of people leaving whatsapp going to signal going to what's the other one telegram uh because they're uncomfortable with the amount of data that facebook are, are uh amassing and um and i was thinking about space hay right which is the new myspace and i was thinking about like reddit still looks quite you know old and retro and then i was like if ever there was a time that msn messenger could take off again it's fucking now like it like people would oh, go on to M like an msn messenger clone i would download that i fucking what was it? The 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 chat rooms. Remember the chat rooms? Uh, oh my god. I'll tell you something weird about the chat rooms. So uh, ASL oh yeah. fuck. <laughs> like But like in the UK there was uh there was a big hysteria about pedophiles in the I mean it's in every country, most countries. <laughs> yeah, I mean this was like I imagine it is, but like, there was a particular, yeah. like, a media frenzy about it at one point. Um, I think it was shortly after Ian Huntley had been convicted, some somewhere around that oh. time in in the noughties. And um, and anyway, uh, there was a lot of talk about where paedophiles were meeting to talk and exchange, blah blah blah. And 
then Microsoft said, all right, guys, we're shutting down MSN chat rooms because we yeah. don't feel that it's it's right to offer paedophiles a place to uh, to exchange thoughts and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, all the yeah. newspapers are like, good for Microsoft. That's really good. MSN chat rooms shut down. Cool. Children are safe yeah. again. And then I read a bit deeper into the detail and like they'd only shut it down in the UK. <laughs> so it's like it's th like it had fuck all to do with keeping kids safe or Peter. I imagine pedophiles didn't even use MSN like chat rooms I, I, with their brain capacity. I don't think that they're so avid with technology. I think they, they basically realize, oh, there used to be an Emerson. Oh. Yeah, props. Yeah. I don't know. It just struck me as weird because it's like, well, surely if that's the problem, then you shut it down everywhere. But if it's, you know, if it's just for tablet, if it's just for newspapers to get good PR, then just shut it down. To be honest, uh, it used to be so weird. It's like, like, because I don't know how, but like, you, they were, they were guys talking to guys pretending to be women. Mm. <laughs> like, what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst form of character comedy ever. <laughs> It reminds me of, uh, I read a book called Undercover Police or Undercover something. It's by these two Guardian journalists who, uh, who got the scoop on the London Metropolitan Department who went undercover and joined all these protest groups. And what they would yeah. do is they would, uh, they would pose as, you know, like environmentalists and, um, yeah. uh, anti-racist, uh, types. Yeah. Uh, but it got to the point where so many of them had infiltrated this group that they were all like dishing dirt on each other, thinking that they were <laughs> informing on these other people. And it like it got right up to the top level where they were like, no, you fucking idiots. Like, he is also a cop. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man, that was, what's the book called? I might actually look. It up. Uh, let me find the name of it. Hold on a sec. Uh, Undercover, the true story of Britain's secret police. That's what it's called. I can't hear you. Let me try this. Can again. you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yes. Can you hear me now? Can you know? I... <laughs> I the thing is I've so I've got the sneaky little thing. Oh, can I can you see yep. it? So basically you press this button. Mm. Oh right. Unmute. But can you hear me yes. now? Yeah. But the thing is, usually what happens is like if I'm using any other software like Zoom or Skype or anything, mm. not Skype, sorry, uh, Teams or even Slack for that matter, it just syncs up with the app by itself. For some reason, it's not synced with Skype. So if I mute myself on the desktop app, yeah, it will not. This thing will not mute me. So I have to mute on both the things. Oh right, I uh, see. And I just took a really big gulp of water, so I was just going to do a really weird burp. Oh. That's why I muted myself. Oh, you could have just let it out, man. Fine. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm trying to be a professional here, Aid. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I... Just sort of bringing us back to the like the retro thing. Do you think... Yeah. Is, do you, do you feel, is, there, is there a product manager-y type gut feel in you that suggests that maybe we might be on the cusp of... Um, of like a kind of retro-y, hipster-y oh, yeah. kind of internet again, or? Definitely, definitely. Like, look, if anything else, man, nostalgia sells, mm. you know? And it's just like, remember, like, um, how do you say it? Um, 
think of things you had back in the day that you enjoyed, right? Yeah. And it's it's just simp- is this a simple idea of like, man, imagine if they made something like that like that now. Yeah. And the technology and the advances available in this day and age, how could that fucking you know? Yeah. It's the whole idea of like what were we the what was called um, the the glasses. Oh yeah, yeah. So like Google Glass. Um, no, 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 oh. no, no, no. The one before that. Oh. The, the DVD player ones. The uh, the iTop. iTop. Yes, the yes, yeah. The iTop yeah. DVD player. The iTop. It was. Uh, it is on uh, PC World's top twenty-five worst tech products. Uh, of the decade or maybe the millennium yeah the decade i think because uh, they came out early 2004 or something yeah um but they paved the way for like google glasses and like you know the whole idea of like ar and vr headsets uh and yeah but it's like imagine if that came back now if you look at a product I like that it work. then it's like do you do you yeah. look at as a product consultant? Do you look at products like that and you're like, that's like those silly, goofy old videos where it's like a guy trying to fly in a self-made plane, like runs off a cliff, like yeah. flapping his up, like. And then you look at something like, you know, not Google Glass, maybe, but like, you know, VR goggles or something. Do you see that as a yeah, sort of first generation? I I do I do because think of it this way. So. Um, Star Trek. Yeah. Right. Um, and this is, I'm, I'm saying like maybe early nineties, Star Trek from that, that, that time onwards, anything and everything they used to show as like a fucking massive piece of technology is literally what we do right now. Mm. You know, like look at when they used to have the video calls, mm. right? We are literally doing that. Yeah. When they used to, uh, had those, uh, mobile phones and like those more, I don't know what they call them. I'm not a, like that big a nerd about Star Trek. Uh, but even that became a thing. Mm. Yeah, you know? you're right. And, and we're reaching an age. It's, it, it will. Like, I remember, I think uh, three or four years ago, when they came back, like Nokia had basically died. And like, I think Windows took them over. Somebody else had like taken over, at least the phones. And they were like, we're going to bring back the, the banana phones. Right. The, the the curved Nokia yeah, ones with, yeah. the, with the flippy thing, they did that, but just as a smartphone. So it was like an old school retro phone with uh, uh, and it wasn't the Android; it was the Windows uh, operating system on it. Yeah, like the phone operating system on it. I think there's there is so much like potential in this. Yeah, but the only thing that scares me is like there's something. It's not going to be for every product. Like I can't bring back every and any tech product from like back in the naughty no i posted a thing last night uh on instagram about like pages like i don't know yeah. if you did you ever have a pager was that I might know, have been man, just before cool. yeah no well, no, no. I, I, I like they came out in my time i just wasn't the cool kid <laughs> maybe you had them before like because i was thinking about sort of in terms of like the era that it was i had a pager when i was 15 so that would have been 96 oh you're the you're... Slick one. You probably had a pocket protector as well didn't you i think i did you had one yeah the chain and... yeah of course you did a very brief moment of coolness in my my and then life you had like a fountain ink pen did you have that one with the mm. 
No. Ah, oh, this class. It, I feel like in my school, in my college, if I had a fountain pen, that would have made me. I would have lost the credibility that I'd got with the fucking chain. chain. And the, yeah. Uh, but like, so we we had pages and we had uh, mini displays. Oh yeah. And um, they were like the go-to cool tech accessories in like '96, '97-ish, I think. Um. And I wonder, like, if, if you've got an iPod or, like, an MP3... I mean, everyone's got music on their phone now, so it's a yeah. bit redundant. But, like, would it take off if you if you just had something that ticked that box that made you feel the way that you did in, you know, 96, you know? I, I miss those... Um, one of my mates... Uh. <laughs> there you go. I'm just, just proving a point that we're not being professional here. Uh, you don't have to be <laughs> weird about your birth because that was weird, dude. I get like I think in our relationship and our friendship, I can yeah. I can handle a birth from you. I can handle like it's... I can handle burps from you. I don't think I, I we reached a point where I can handle the farts, but the burps no. I can I can handle. Yeah, I mean they're coming, but that's the next level deep in our friendship. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I think I'll give it like another decade or so, but I can sure, handle burps. Sure. Maybe yeah. even, like if you like go all out and like get pissed drunk and puke, but yeah. <laughs> Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> what was I going to say? Okay. <laughs> um, what, what, what were we on about? I can't remember. I've lost track. Oh, no, the, the iPods and everything. So one of yeah. the things I used to borrow it from him, he had this really cool thing. I don't know. You must have known about him. It's like you had these tiny USB uh, MP3 players. Yeah. Do you remember those? Mm, yeah, I had one. USB drive. Yeah. But like you could use it you as a USB in, drive and put some. And then, yeah, yeah. I, I, I fucking, dude. I things like those. Yeah, I, I, I think people would want that. I used to love those because I. So you mentioned that you were in a band earlier. Uh, I was also in bands, and I, I did a lot of music yeah. production. Um, and, uh, I fucking loved them because they were so easy to move like music files onto. So if I made a demo that I wanted to listen to for a bit and check out and and decide if it was any good it was it, just a case of like drag and drop onto the usb drive whereas with yeah. like anything else like i remember the first few ipods it felt like i had to like buy the track again on itunes like even if i owned the cd oh, or something dude, maybe i'm not remembering that but uh, not remembering it properly sorry but that's that's just apple for you though like it I, felt fiddly yeah, yeah. They, they, they just tried to create that exclusivity i i still remember i had i had one of those ipod nanos yeah right with the yeah. tiny, Same. tiny screen yeah. and uh the the yeah the touch round touch wheel yeah um i used to, i had four it was i think it was eight gb and i filled it up with all my music and the thing yeah. is i still have that thing but even if I take the music out, I can't like play it outside of an iTunes player. I can't, no. like you. I'll have to convert it and everything. And it's like, yeah, that's just Apple for you. But yeah, I I know that. I we used to have this. Um, well, we used to. I used to have this, like, go for runs and like work out and everything. Uh, Sony used to have this ear earphone uh, necklace, which was basically just earphones. Um, connected together but it also had like 4 gb of memory so you could put your songs in there oh right really and yeah yeah and now it's just a case of you've got your wireless earbuds 
and you play the songs from your watch yeah yeah but something like that i think i don't know when sony discontinued it but fuck those were the things i missed that as well yeah yeah is it like do you, do you think it's like you miss and i i think you miss those products in the same way that like our parents still love vinyl do you know what i mean like they'll they'll yeah, yeah. swear till they're blue in the face they're like oh there's nothing quite like putting a record on and putting the needle on and you know and, and to some extent i get that it's like it's a tangible thing yeah. but it's also like is it like i if i found if i had a mini display now i'd look at it with us with a loving smile i'd be like oh i remember like that feeling you know like i miss that feeling i think it's gonna it's gonna become like a hipster thing yeah and then like at the moment you can get probably we could get like a usb mp3 player for i don't know 20 30 quid or maybe 10 i don't know but like mm. five or 10 years from now it's gonna be a novelty thing and they're gonna start selling them again for like 100 quid nobody else yeah. makes it but us you know? i can <laughs> almost guarantee in fact right let's have a let's have a quick look here just just for a goof i can almost guarantee that there will be a company who has manufactured an mp3 player that looks like an old tdk tape thing right let's have a look oh yeah so mp3 player that looks like cassette tape mp3 player that looks like cassette tape right mixtape tapping into that hipster market is the mixtape a portable bluetooth music player that's not only shaped like a cassette it is also it also plays in an old school tape deck if you still have one lying around underneath oh. a shell of pure nostalgia the mixtape functions like any other digital music player fucking kill me this is what i've become Dude. i would buy that you know what i i all right this is okay this is this is gonna i i just remembered something um i used to date this lady um we had a thing right um that we used to send each other songs like randomly like in the middle of the day i'll be like oh here's a song i'm listening to and we i would like to think i don't know if she would agree at this point in time now but i would like to think that when we were dating like we had a kind of like a similar taste in music mm. and it was like eclectic and all over the place so for uh for our second anniversary mm. Um, no, for not, not for a second anniversary, for Valentine's Day, uh, second Valentine's Day, what I did was like, I was going to make her a mixtape. So I went online and I got, <laughs> that's so fucking cheesy, right? And as I was looking up for like mixtapes and everything, and obviously she doesn't have like a cassette, eight track cassette player or something. Yeah. So I found this thing, which was basically a USB drive, but also in a eight track cassette mold. Yeah. So, and I put in, I think it was, I don't know how many GB it was, I think probably like 4gb or something and i put in like not 4gb it was it was 12 it was 8gb and i put in there like 7gb worth of songs yeah right that's a lot that of songs like my i gave and the thing about those songs were like they were all the songs that we'd exchanged yeah i had to go through like almost a year and a half's worth of like chat history yeah to just go through the songs that we had shared put them all in and make a mixtape for her. Yeah. Um, what did she give you? Uh, I got a hug. Got That's a hug. pretty good. Uh, yeah. That's I nice. A, I got a hug. Uh, kiss on the cheek. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the thought that counts, basically. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, fuck. I just, oh man, mixtapes. Fucking hell. Forgot yeah. about that shit. See, that's something that's gone, isn't it? It's like, now, now what do you do? You, you, what, create a playlist? You send them a playlist. Yeah. On Spotify. It's not the same, is it? <laughs> it's like, like my, my girlfriend from way back in the day also used to make me sort of like little mixtape. She's your wife now. Yes. Yeah, that's right. No. Uh, my, my first girlfriend when I, like, when I was at school and stuff, um, and we would make each other like tapes and stuff, but uh, but it took effort. Like there's so there's a real romance to it. It's not just a sort of you know just a tangible nature to it. It's like somebody actually bothered to sit there, choose not just choose the shit, but then like sit and dub it, and then you know it's like there's effort there. Like now it's like yeah, you know, I added some stuff on the playlist for you. Have you checked it out yet? No. There's just too many options these days. That's basically it. Yeah. It's. I, it feels like that but that's what i'm saying things like those like you know it's going to show that yeah you made an effort and yeah they're going to come back there's there's definitely a market for that i don't know how you push it out though uh if i did would be minting money sure sure okay well let's talk let's talk a little bit about just hilariously shit products so we've mentioned the uh the the itop dvd player i mean you see a, a guy you know the the flying prototype versus the you know air jet thing yeah what i see is like a fucking goofy like it's like like i i respect the engineers who went into it because i'm i'm sure that some, probably what happened is somebody walked into a room a big boardroom with you know glass and it's on yeah the 50th floor or something they were like people like dvds right people fucking love movies well what if you could watch a movie in your glasses and it sounds quite cool right it's like yeah, yeah. you know commuters might like it and you know bored teenagers might like it but um then when you actually see the product it's like these visor things matrixy looking visor things and then it's you know you gotta you still gotta hold the fucking dvd player with you it's like yes and a battery pack yeah it's like how okay. what the fuck like where did this get signed off do, do you know uh, why one of the main reasons why that thing flopped why is that? So basically, uh, the users got motion sickness. Really? Because the the way it worked was like you only added over one eye. Oh, right. And most of the times, it was just the right eye. I thought it was... They didn't even give you an option for like a left or right eye. So you're just watching it in one eye? I thought it was... Yes. This whole time, I thought it was like a two-eyed thing and then when you said about motion sickness i thought have you have you used one of those um this VR thing? yeah uh, no like a uh a vr helmet that you put your phone in and then you yeah, watch yeah, the 360 yeah. videos and stuff right and um yes uh i get a bit queasy on those because it's it's almost like the they haven't quite nailed it with it and it's the, the depth perceptions like kind of fucks it up doesn't yeah it? it's sort of there's a yeah. slight blur and a slight like um visual echo I, I can't think of a better way to describe it but it's like you know twice or two three times of the same it's, it's like uh it's like a trace i, I know what you mean yeah, 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 yeah. so basically that's what was happening and it was causing motion sickness and you mentioned the engineers one of the, <laughs> once that came out right people like who the fuck yeah <laughs> like you did you say you did so much testing did nobody fucking tell you yeah that <laughs> This causes motion sickness. It's fucking up with people's depth perception. This is what and I never understand with products like that. Is like 
so you get these engineers to build it and you build what like if, if people are listening to this or watching it and they don't know much about the tech uh, industry or processes you build a pro like a proof of concept first and then you yeah. once it's greenlit and some guy says you know this is exactly what i want but you know obviously it needs yeah. a bit more work and blah 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 then you build what you call an mvp which is a minimum viable product so the yeah. bare minimum to get it out the door and then after that you can iterate over it and you can say uh right the next generation of these things should have x y and z added to them but here's what I don't understand is you would think the minimum viable product to sell to people would be to not make them take these fucking glasses off and vomit in a bin. It's like, <laughs> what I, market I, are you going think, for? I, you know what I think? It's just like, because I read it somewhere as well. Um, I think it's along the lines of like, they knew it, mm. but it was like, would it still like, it's it's because the example those guys gave was like, it's like going on a roller coaster, right? Mm you know you're going to be dizzy. A lot of times, if you go on, like, one of those high-rises, you come down and you're just, like, you're puking your, like, your guts out. Yeah. But you still enjoy it and you still want to do it. Yeah. I think it was more more around the lines of, like, it's, this is going to be so fucking amazing. But if you, it's going to make people look so cool. Like, if you're watching a three-minute YouTube 360 video about, like, a roller coaster, then maybe puking because yeah. you've been on a roller coaster, that's understandable. If you're watching a DVD in your glasses of when Harry met Sally... <laughs> And you fucking rip them off and you bob it in a bin. That's not that's not a good I, USP. I don't know, man. It's it's it was the same with the the Google glasses as well. Yeah. And they fucking came out like what four or five, six years after that. I don't know when the first Google glasses came out. But they yeah, they were almost like a decade after that. Yeah. And you're like Google with all its like money and resources, they would have thought that this shit's gonna flop. This is why I admire Google so much over Apple. What do you think happened to Google Glasses? I think, here's my theory that I've, I'm just thinking up on the fly. Go on. I think they they got caught in the same trap as the DVD glasses where they thought this would be a really cool thing and people would actually, it stands to reason that people want information on the go and it is a hassle unlocking your phone all the time and looking down. So yeah. let's just give it to people in their line of sight, the way that they do in the movies, in like the future mm. movies. So yeah. that's it. And then I think what happened was people got these things and they weren't natural to wear. I think when you had them on your head, I, I've never worn Google Glass, so I'll just yeah. put that out there. But from the videos and shit that I've seen, it didn't look particularly natural and it wasn't, there wasn't enough of a cost benefit swing to it where people were like, this is amazing. Like you would imagine yeah. an Apple product would be, uh, versus the awkwardness of being seen with these kind of cyborgy, slightly awkward glasses. That's, I, and I think they then descoped it. They were like, so we put it through the, you know, focus groups and shit. And everyone says it's fucking ridiculous. Let's can it. That's what I think happened, but you might be here's, able to enlighten me. Here's the fun thing. So this is what happened. Okay. They brought out a public version, which wasn't obviously as big as they thought it would be, right? Mm -hmm. And then Google Classes still exist. They came out with a new version. They made it a more of an industry thing. And what exists now is Google Glass Enterprise. And they came out with version 2 last year. Really? So it's only in, like, it's yeah. it's only for businesses now. So in manufacturing industries yeah. and, like, factories and everything, they give them to the 
to, to, the, to the employees and the workers in the factory who basically put it on and work with it and use it to talk to like other colleagues and like it's used in plants it's in some ways that's better isn't it because there's a lot of products yeah. that actually only get into the the sort of consumer arena after they've gone through the sort of commercial arena you know i'm struggling they to... did it the other way around that's yeah why I'm, that's why i like google glass google because they were like fuck there's something in there how do we make it work you know take it the other way around yeah like his I, I was going to say like blackberry like blackberry phones originally were just like a business thing and bbm messenger was originally just a yeah. business thing uh and then you know it worked its way down it's like sort of tr trickle down technology um and so it does I, I think that's probably the way to go maybe, maybe that is the problem with it is they were sort of shooting too fast they were so desperate to get it out to the masses that actually that is kind of what killed it and eventually it will end up coming back to the masses but as a refined perfect product microsoft has something similar called the hololens ah right right, right? yes which is like a more fucking amped up version of a google class yeah right? it's it's the the it's like the design and everything is like most like and there's more things you can do with it and obviously microsoft being microsoft they've got a separate operating system for it and like then add on uh, softwares and everything mm. uh it's to the point that uh, the microsoft uh, hololens is used by the u.s military right uh, really guess how much that pair of glasses is gonna cost you if if google glass is a thousand bucks hololens it's got to be competitively priced i'm gonna say but then the fact that you're aren't asking the question makes me think it's different so i'll say one thousand five hundred dollars i'll give you I'll, all right i'll give you one guess for that one so you had two guesses yeah. I'll give you one more guess. I'll give you one more guess. You had a guess for Google Glass. You had a guess for this. I'll give you one more guess. Three guesses. We'll keep it old school. Okay. Uh, $10,000. Let's go oh, high. Wow. Go this high. Is like, fucking, like, fuck this shit. I'm going to fly with it. Yeah. It's uh, $3,500. Really? Yeah. $3,500 for a, for a Microsoft HoloLens. But is that like, because I remember seeing the videos for HoloLens and, and again, like if anyone is uh, listening to this and they don't know what it is, it looked fucking amazing. Like it was, you yeah. put on these, these, uh, these glasses and it effectively, like, I, I don't know how accurate this is, but on the adverts, it looked like, or, or on the promo video, it looked like you look at your kitchen wall and it paints yeah. like a UI, like a sort of menu on your, on your kitchen wall. And then you can tap into the fucking menu basically and it's, it's everything is is a computer screen now yeah basically so what what they the way they've so okay i'll simplify it so basically what they've done is like they've then taken augmented reality mm. and they taken uh virtual reality mix it up yeah so it's like playing pokemon go yeah with glasses so instead of it's basically that but the sad thing about it was that so i got excited about it being the geek that i am i was like that looks amazing and then uh, about a year after i saw the video for it i was like whatever happened to that and then i thought they descoped it i didn't even think that google glass or uh or hololens was still a thing i thought everyone That's was like thing. nah 
they're pitching it to like businesses and one of the one of the primary users for google glass is samsung what what do you think is the most exciting futury product that you can imagine what is there that's making you think ah oh, that would be fucking amazing there's got to be something <sighs> they do things uh, I, I it's kind of scary but like i'm I, I read a lot of comics as well I'm just I'm just like when are we going to reach that point that you know that we get like these bionic appendages that that give us superpowers You mean like a sort of like an arm that can just like what Yeah Do you just want to go out and fight crime No no no, no. I don't I don't think I'm a crime fighter No I I'd be I'd be you know I'd this is this is okay. Now my nerd's coming. I know nerd or geek, whatever you want to call it, is yeah. coming out. So, have you ever played those uh, uh, multiplayer online games like M- MMORPGs, right? Not really. I've only just got into like PS Five recently. So, so basically, like you, if you're a part of a party, right? So you've got you've got the you've got the bruiser and the enforcer, which is like this big big ass dude who's got a lot of like hit points. Mm. So he'll he'll be your defense, right? And then you've got the scrapper, and the scrapper is basically someone that does not have that many hit points, but the attack is fucking amazing. Right. Cool. Right. Then you have the that the tactician. The tactician's this guy, like a mage or something, who's got like these spells and he can attack the enemy and do like area spells and attack two a lot of enemies at the same time. And then you've got the support and the healer. Right. Right, and that person's like basically not looking, like not attacking the enemy or anything, but just like fucking trying to save his own party. Right. Okay. So I see You're myself, that guy. If I get yeah, if I if I get superpowers, I'll basically be, I won't be fighting crimes, but I'll more be like, I don't want to say support, but that because that sounds shitty. But I'll be like more around saving the superheroes themselves. Yeah. Like, I get that. I I imagine you sort of you know welcoming the superheroes back after a hard fight and then like off- offering them a hug or something yeah basically with my apron around getting like keys <laughs> and biscuits <laughs> yeah yeah man something like that it's it's but that's the thing we've, we've grown up watching all this sci-fi shit we don't really know what actual piece of technology is actually going to be good for us and like you know yeah it's like who decides what's 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 required me i do <laughs> and this podcast I've got to leave it there, mate. Oh, We've been man, talking for a while. So, um, yeah, thanks very much for, for joining me tonight. No, I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. It was, uh, it was very fun. Uh, and if, uh, if you want to discuss anything else any other time, all yours. Cool, man. All right. Well, thanks very much. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch up soon. <laughs> I'll come with the ball sock. Have a good night, sir. And uh, we'll catch Take up Take care, soon. mate. Cheers. Cheerio. Bye. Bye.